forever. O Lord, your word is indeed settled in heaven. We give you praise, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for you say it and you do it. Hallelujah. And that which you do remains forever. We thank you for who you are, Lord God. We give you praise. We give you glory, even now, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this setting. We thank you, Lord God, for who you are. We thank you for your presence in our midst. Even now, we yield ourselves, our vessels, completely to you. We position ourselves to hear from the Spirit of God. For we believe you have directed our steps to this channel, to this place, and we believe that all that you do is purposeful. And we are here to receive that which the Spirit of the living God has prepared for us to receive. We pray, Father, that your word go forth unhindered, without restraint, nothing stopping it, receptive hearts. We thank you, Father, for your word, which is life. We thank you, Lord, for your word, which is life-changing. We thank you, Lord, for your word that accomplishes. We bless you in advance for the accomplishment of your word. To you alone be glory, honor, praise, adoration. In Jesus' name, can you say amen? Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Welcome. Thank you, praise and worship team. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And we invite all who are online and who are here present with us, welcome to World Missions Ministries. We're grateful to God for this opportunity to open once again the living word and to receive instruction from our Heavenly Father. Amen. Glory be to God. Are you ready for the word today? Hallelujah. Well, we're going to begin in John chapter 10. John chapter 10. And I will, I will simply say that it, this is a word that the Spirit of God has been ministering. I guess it started in August. And I was preparing beginning in August, just meditating and, and on this word and praying for this word and warring with the prophecies of, of, of the word. Praise God. And it began in August, and I started to minister port portions of the word beginning in September in uh, the various uh, meetings I teach a Bible study on Thursdays, and often on Thursdays, I started to minister this word. 
And as events have unfolded, I, I appreciate even more the importance of this word. And it, we will start uh, foundationally in John 10, and we will look at verse 9, where Jesus, it's in red. I don't know about your version of the Bible. Mine is in red. And it says, uh, I am the door. Hallelujah. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Hallelujah. And it's, it's really amazing how the Spirit of God operates because this is, again, something that, I, that the Lord placed, instructed me to study and meditate on beginning in August. And what I've received is that essentially there are, God has unstoppable open doors within our reach. Unstoppable open doors within our reach. I began to understand and appreciate that notwithstanding what may be going on in your life, in your community, or around you, I started to receive insight and instruction regarding doors, openings, gates, portals. And we are in a place of divine openings, divine doors, divine portals, open gates. And these doors, they refer to a means of access and participation. It refers to opportunities. Glory to God. It refers to favorable circumstances. And it is incumbent upon the people of God to catch these revelations so that we can believe, receive, and speak them forth and to begin to act upon them so that the things which we see will yield to the truth of God's promise. Hallelujah. God has opened doors. Even if, as we look at challenges around the globe, as we go further into the word, you'll, you'll appreciate where the Spirit of God is, is coming from. Our Heavenly Father, we need to uh, appreciate how He is the one. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the, be, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. He's already gone before. So whatever we're witnessing, there's God has gone before. There, hallelujah. There are, there are there's reconciliation, there's improvement, there, there's change that's already done. It has already been accomplished. Openings, ways, avenues of access to change circumstances, to improve situations. Hallelujah. And we cannot simply be people who are reactive. We just react 
to what we see, but we, we must be proactive. Someone must speak forth the oracles of God, the truth of the word of God, even if it seems to defy what is currently existing. That is the place of faith. We, we start foundationally from John chapter 10 in verse nine, where the Lord says, I am the door. Any open door, any, the viable open door must be through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He is the foundation. He is the door. We want a way out. We want a way up. We want a way through. There's no way but through Jesus. That's why it is recorded in John 14 and verse 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He is the door. If you're talking about when God is speaking of open doors, it does, it, it's not something that is external. It is, it, it is through Christ as a found, foundationally is essential to be knit together with Jesus in him. We can't experience any openings, any avenues of access, any change, any viable lasting change unless it occurs through Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus has gone away. He opened up the way of salvation for all mankind. Hallelujah. By becoming sin for us, taking upon our sins so that through him we experience life, a Zoe life, an everlasting life. He's the one who's gone ahead. He opens up the way for salvation and for other aspects, all areas of life, salvation first and foremost, hallelujah. And yet it says, he says, I am the door. If anyone enters in by him, glory to God. If any man enter in, he shall be saved. Glory to God. Uh, and that word saved, I know many of us know that here, but we just, I just want to set the foundation Hallelujah. That word saved is in the Greek. I'm sure you know it. Sozo. S-O-Z-O. Amen. And that means, yes, to deliver. Yes, we are delivered from, from death. We, we live eternally with him. We are delivered from separation from God. We, he's reconciled us to himself. We're delivered from sin and the effects of sin. We're delivered from the judgment that we would have received were it not for the saving work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, we thank God. It means to deliver. Amen. It also means to protect Praise God. There's so much involved in when you think of being saved, salvation. Yes, we understand that it involves being rescued from, from hell, <laughs> being rescued, amen, being delivered from that judgment that would have befallen us. Praise God. And it also means to protect. We can, we can find protection, glory to God, from the from 
things that would want to come against us. It means to preserve. It means to heal. It means to make whole. Praise God. So that's what we're talking about. He says, by me, you, if, if anyone enter in, if there is a place in him where we can experience wholeness through and through, emotional wholeness, glory to God. It, 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 it means, sozo means to do well. Amen. So the way has been made for us to do well, glory to God, in life. The way has been made for us to be delivered, protected, saved, healed. Praise God to do well. He says we have, if we go in by him, we can go in and out. Doesn't that speak of freedom? You can come in and out. There's a level of freedom that, hallelujah, the people of God can experience. You go in and out and find pasture, verdancy, good things. Amen. Who, who desires to experience that level of sozo in their lives where it is shalom, Things are well, even in the midst of dire, difficult, painful, traumatic circumstances. Hallelujah. We, there is a door. Jesus is a door. There's a way out of every dilemma. Glory to God. There's a way. He is the way out of every dilemma. He is the door. Glory to God. And this is a season and a time of open doors, but you can't access. Hallelujah. That which God opens, no one can shut. But you can't access that until you come through the door, who is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Are you understanding this? Praise God. It is through him that if you, if you were in a place of barrenness, you suddenly experience fruitfulness. Hallelujah. He is the door for those who are experiencing bleak. Your, your, your circumstances seem so bleak, so hopeless through the door. Glory to God. He, that's where you can experience hopefulness. You have hope in your life. It doesn't matter whatever it is that you may have been experiencing the, with the traumatic condition through the, uh, it doesn't matter what seems to be unproductive. When we come through the door, we experience the productivity. When it seems that life isn't working, we, we come through the door, hallelujah, and, and experience the productivity in our own lives. When you seem to feel as if you've been diminished, there's the door through Jesus Christ where you can experience expansion. I'm telling you. And he ha there is a time where in a place where there are openings, portals of provision, doors, gates, access points, places where you go from one realm to another realm. You will not be in the same place place. We're coming out of stuck situations. We, we, we cannot be content with status quo. There, there are doors that are open. 
because of the door, Jesus Christ, so much has been made available for us. Even as their people, people are wringing, we're wringing our hands concerning challenges that are occurring in the Middle East. But they, hallelujah, we have a door. And even in the midst of what looks like just devastation, there is opportunity, opportunity for change, opportunity for improvement. We are not to be despairing, but rather looking to the door. Praise God. In the place of confusion, we will find clarity. In the place of poverty, we will find provision. We will find needs met. These things await. Praise God. You, we must begin to think in terms of things opening up, circumstances improving, openings, access points, open doors, open schools, open houses, open gates, open opportunities. And it's important, even when things appear to be anything but, glory to God. But in order for what I'm sharing, these doors to be open for us, we have to make sure that we've made Jesus the Lord of our lives, that he indeed, we have received him as our open door. Are you with me? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. There are doors for reaching the lost. And, and, and the instruction was to, eat, to say it, even in places that where it seems that there's a stranglehold that defies the word of God, that defies Christianity, that defies Jesus, even in such locations. We have to believe God for open doors for reaching the lost here and abroad. For the way has been made the forerunner has gone before. The, hallelujah. Jesus Christ, our open door, has gone before and has made openings available for us. Are you understanding this? Hallelujah. And we're talking about a God. The Bible says, can we look in the book of Revelation chapter 3? Revelation chapter 3, and if you have your Bible in your, in your fingers, I'd like you to also consider Isaiah 22. So we will look first at Revelation 3, and I know, and it, we will start at verse 7. And there is a word that was spoken to the church at Philadelphia, 
verse 7, it says, oh, you know, you're all blessed today. You know, you're, you're, there's a blessing on those who read the book of Revelation. Hallelujah. It's extra blessing today. Glory to God. We're over here in Revelation. Hallelujah. Let's look at, let's look at this. <laughs> Amen. Verse 7. Somebody say, I'm blessed. Ah, you receive the blessing. Amen. It says, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, these things saith he that is holy, he that is true. Now, who's that talking about? Hallelujah. His name shall be called faithful and true. He, hallelujah. He's, I am the way, the truth. So we know it's talking about Jesus. I just read that to you from John 14. He's, I am the way, the truth. Amen. So we're talking about the one <laughs> that is holy. He that is true. He that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth and no man openeth. Glory to God. And amen. Thank you, Lord. And, and I look at verse eight as well. And it says, I know your works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door. Do you see that? It is set before you. So it's, it's not like um, there's a particular stimulus required before the door is set before you. It's not like, it's not if then. If I to do this, then that will happen. No. And a lot of people think that. They say, well, if I do this, then God's going to do, if I do X, God will do Y. It's already done. It, yes, it's settled. His word, as we minister, the praise and worship team minister today, forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. It is, he has already gone before. It is done. It's just like, for example, you go home, your, your house is already powered with electricity, right? It's already, you may walk in and have no lights on, but it doesn't mean your house isn't powered, you understand? So you sometimes see people treat God this way. They think, you know, uh, you have to call the electric company, hook it up. No, it's already done. It's, but there's a, a, a switch to flip. Right? Amen. Amen. There is a, there is a role that we play to access that which is already done. Do you see that? You go home, all the lights are out. You don't sit there and say, oh, we're in the dark. This is this so much darkness. This is terrible. I can't see anything. How can I, how can I get to my bedroom? I can't, I'll stub my toe. I can't see my way. You don't do that because it's already powered. It's already prepared. It's gone before. Before you moved into your house, it was there. You, know, you understand? And what you need to do is flip the this, this switch to turn, how, to turn on what already exists. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You have to believe and receive this thing. You speak it forth by faith and you act on your faith. You got to flip the switch for that which has already gone before, that which already exists, that which has already been prepared. And what I'm trying to minister by the power of God is that open doors, access points, glory to God, have already been set before. Glory to God. Set before. They exist. 
And just as we are reading in this scripture, it says, verse 8, I know thy works. Jesus knows all about us. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. Hallelujah. No, it's unstoppable. No one can prevent it. That is the truth. His word is settled in heaven. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And then it says, I, for you, thou hast a little strength and has kept my word and has not denied my name. Glory to God. So there, there may even be in, we may even be in a situation. And I say this because God is, I know it's written to a particular church at, at, at Philadelphia. And yet, when you look at the writings to the seven churches, you know, they contain characteristics of where we may be. You understand? And he is a, a God of precedent. He puts this here for our learning, for our understanding. So don't feel as if this cannot possibly apply to you because I'm, I don't live in Philly. Yeah, this is the church of Philadelphia. Well, I don't live there. I'm in D.C. I'm in, I'm in Woodbridge. No, 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 no. This, this word is for our learning, for our instruction. We're, we're allowed to partake of this. He says, you read this book, you'll be blessed. And you'll be blessed if you apply it. You'll be blessed if you read it. Just read it and receive what he is saying. He's telling us that there is set before us. It's in front of you. Hallelujah. You're looking for a way out. It's in front of you. You're looking for clarity about a situation. It's in front of you. Uh, you're looking for changing in your, changing your circumstances. It's in front of you. The access, the way is in front of you. I've said it before you. It exists. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Even a way out of the Middle East issue. It exists. Hallelujah. So you have a different approach when you understand these things. We have, because Jesus is the door, he has opened doors for us. He went before us. He's the forerunner and he's made all things well. He's gone before. Hallelujah. He set things in motion and he told us what would be coming next. You know, so we, we, are, we are people who are believers. We cannot crumble simply because circumstances, you know, take a, a, a turn for the worse. We don't, we don't crumble because we know what is set before us. Hallelujah. He's a forerunner. He's gone before. Somehow this is going to turn around. Somehow, somehow this is going to change. Somehow there's going to be some kingdom advancement out of this. Somehow, are you understand? Because it's been set before. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, it exists. Don't sit in, in, in squalor. Don't sit in depression. Don't sit in just allowing circumstances to overtake you. Unfavorable circumstances do not have to swallow you up. You, you don't have to wake up every day and say, oh, man, well, What's going to become of my life? What's happening? Oh, the world is just crazy. Uh, 
wrong perspective. Yeah, God is working. God has already gone before. You need to know, even concerning your, 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 your household, whatever, God, you better know, you got to know this, that God has gone before. He said, if I come through the door, I can come in and out. I can find favor. That's, there's something that he's already prepared to turn those circumstances around and to accomplish his plans and his purposes. It's already gone before. Hallelujah. And it's open. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Are you understanding this? This is what I, it's like, it's such that oftentimes people are just so swayed by social stuff, social media, uh, 24 seven, um, News reel, news reels, you know, 24-7. And it's the same thing all day. It's the same news. And it's just a constant refrain. And, and then people listen to it and listen to it and, li- and, and they start to react and they start to operate on the basis of all that they keep consuming and hearing and they miss these truths you understand we have to set ourselves in agreement with God's word we we are those who come who go against the tide we don't go with the flow we go with his flow oh it's true and so again I just wanted to for purposes of, of thoroughness, to also just to indicate that what we see here in Revelation 3 is a, a reference as well to Isaiah 22, 22. And in Isaiah 22 and verse 22, it says, it says, oh, okay. Well, it begins in the middle of a section. I apologize. This is a long passage. <laughs> but it, it is a, a prophetic word. And it says, thank you. In verse 22, it says, And the key of the house of David I will lay upon his shoulder so he shall open and none shall shut, and he shall shut, and none shall open. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so it, it, initially, we have this, um, this prophetic word, because in verse uh, 7, let's see, it's verse 20, it says, it, it shall come to pass in that day, I will call my servant, Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, and he goes on and says, these are the things he'll do. I'm going to clothe him and the key of the house of David. So it's, it's talking about some steward, this, this royal steward in the house of David who would hold the key to the king's treasures. 
and he would have the authority to open and shut things, right? So it's talking about this government, it's talking about authority, it's talking about power. This person has that authority. And we see in Revelation, I probably should have done Isaiah first, because in Revelation, Jesus uses that same language, you see. So it's referring, this is also like a, a reference to Jesus, who has the keys. Glory to God. He, hallelujah. He has the keys of the kingdom. Yeah, hallelujah. He has ultimate authority. He is the ultimate government. He has ultimate power. Hallelujah. In heaven and in earth. Are you understanding this? And he can open what none can shut. And he will shut what none can open. Oh, glory to God. That's why, you, I mean, you want to go to the right government authority. I'm, yeah, yes. Yeah. You want to go, hallelujah, to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You want, we want to appeal to him. He says, I've got the keys. I will open that none can shut. And he, and he says, and I have gone before you. And I have opened this door, and none can shut. And I am the ultimate sovereign. I am the ultimate authority. I have all power. Hallelujah. The government is upon my shoulders. Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. In heaven and earth. He has the ability, the power, the rightful authority Hallelujah, to open doors of opportunity for you, doors of blessings for you. Hallelujah, that nobody can stop. He's, none can shut it. Yeah, people will just be upset. Hallelujah. And he also has the authority to shut out sin, to shut out judgment, to, shut, to protect you from that which would want to come against you. Hallelujah ultimate authority. Are you understanding this? Ah, and when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, he comes to live on the inside of you, and he brings the keys with him. I love him. Don't you love it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he gives you access, and you access so much, even like this message. You access revelation, things that others don't necessarily see. You have a privileged position, an elevated position. It's, it's, just, it's very different, You're, the way we walk and we move. Glory, it's just so different. We access inspiration. We access understanding. It's open to us. Glory to God. All we have to do is, as, as the praise and worship team ministered, A-S-K, ask, seek, knock. Hallelujah. Hey, Matthew 7, 7. That's all, you know, it's like it's already been prepared Glory to God. We just have to engage. We ask. We seek. We knock. The door will be open. Hallelujah. Are you understanding this today? Thank you, Father. So that's what we need to set ourselves for and to understand and not be diverted by the things that we see. Because there, 
there may be some who would come and say, well, why isn't she preaching about what's going on in Israel? Why, why aren't we doing this? Why are we, you know, because, you know, thank you. Amen. When you know, okay, we, we see this. I see this, but I know that. I know that God has gone before. I see this, but I know that. Hallelujah. And yes, and, 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 we, and we understand scripture, the unfolding of scripture. We understand that certain things will be occurring at certain times. But we, God is able to keep our hearts, to, to sustain us, to help us, to give us guidance, inspiration, revelation, understanding, a way out. Praise God to help us to navigate through difficult circumstances that I mean, he hallelujah. He that's why we can't be diverted and we cannot allow the enemy to set agendas. And see, this is important because, you know, as I as was mentioned earlier and we read in Revelation three, there is the open door has been set before us. But understand, nobody is going to push you through the open door. You know, we pray, we ask, we seek, we knock, door is open, and yet he says, even now, that you know, there are instances where you don't even have to knock. He said, I've set before you an open door. So yes, there are times when you knock and the door is open and there, and at the same time, he sets before us open doors. But no one will force you, will drag you or push you through. Okay. There's no, you, you won't be forced. And I want to explain that notion further by, let's look at 2 Kings, and we're going initially to chapter 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And look at verse 24. In 2 Kings chapter 6, now this is like, this is historical. These are historical facts. This actually happened, you know? <laughs> Glory to God. In verse 24, it's referring to a situation. It says, and it came to pass after this that Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, gathered all his host and went up and besieged Samaria. So that's the king of Israel was in Samaria, okay? And it says in verse 25, it says, there was a great famine in Samaria. And behold, they besieged it. We see these words like besieged. And yet today, you could hear in the news today about the siege that's going on like in Gaza, right? So this is not like ancient stuff. 
You have to, we see the word besieged. There's a siege going on right now in the Middle East, in Gaza. You see? So these, the Bible is relevant. It is, he's real, relevant, and relatable. Hallelujah. Real, relevant, and relatable. Glory to God. Yes, it is. And so, it, so we had, there was a, a situation way back then, you know, thousands of years ago, where there was a siege in Samaria, the capital of Israel at that time. And there, there was a great famine in Samaria. And we're hearing today about the need for humanitarian aid. Because there are people can't get there's can't get electricity, can't get food. See, this stuff, it's it is relevant. It it is ever present. It's it's this is never stale. Nothing new on thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Nothing new under the sun. Glory to God. And there was a great famine in Samaria. And behold, they besieged it until a donkey's head was sold for four score pieces of silver. Something so insignificant, things that would normally have been cast aside, thrown into the trash, suddenly became treasure because of this famine so that you had to pay 80 pieces of silver to get something that you would normally throw away. And then it talks about, it says, the fourth part of a cab of Dove's dung. Now we're talking about excrement, you know, and and it you you could you you could buy that. Who would think of buying, you know? But that's how dire the circumstances were. You could you had to pay five pieces of silver for something that would ordinarily be cast away, something you'd sweep to the side. You wouldn't want to have anything to do with. That's letting us know how dire the circumstances were okay and it was so bad and look it's verse 26 it says the king of israel was passing by upon the wall and th there cried a woman to him saying help my lord O king so this woman was there she's in samaria and she's faced with this dire situation things look so heinous so bad so desperate and what we find here is a situation where this woman engaged in desperate decision-making, decision-making out of desperation. Whatever you are facing, you do not want to make, don't engage in decision-making out of desperation. Decision-making out of desperation can cause you to do something that will have eternal, possibly eternal, possibly irreversible consequences. She ended up because she thought her situation was hopeless. She devolved in, to the point of engaging in cannibalism. 
sacrificed her own child, slaughtered her own child. Horrible decision that was born out of hopelessness, desperation, fear, selfishness. I got to think about me. What about me? What about me? You want to ensure that you don't engage in rash behavior. You have to, if you appreciate that there has already been set before you an open door, it can prevent you from engaging in desperate decision-making and rash decisions that you will regret. Is anybody getting this today? I'm on assignment here. <laughs> you don't want to act in haste. Because you can make, and the thing is, this was born out of her assessment of her situation. Right? She assessed the reality of her situation and concluded that there was no hope. So you, in assessing the reality of your situation, you've got to look to the door. You've got to understand that there's a way out in Jesus through Christ. And what people don't often understand is that, just as Jesus says, there's already been set before you an open door, often, or it could very well be, that it is right within your reach. It is right within your reach. Look at it. This woman goes ahead. Uh, you can go ahead, continue to read that portion of scripture. The rest of that, I, I can summarize it for you. So she teams up with another commiserator. Yeah, you got to watch it. You, gotta, you have to watch who, you, who you're dealing with. You got to watch it. Because everybody doesn't believe. You need people in your life who will give you hope. You need somebody who, to tell you that Christ is your anchor. You need somebody who can speak life to your life when things look bad. You need somebody who understands that there's open bef there is before you an open door. Even though you don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. The absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Do you understand that? The absence of evidence is not evidence of its absence. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean God doesn't have it. You don't see the open door doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And you need somebody in your life who will speak that to you. Unfortunately, this woman had a commiserator. So don't get upset with me when I don't, I'm, I'm not one to just sit and commiserate. Oh, you poor, poor thing. You know, oh, I need for you to pray for me. This is just so, this is so bad. This is, somebody needs to speak life to your life. Not commiserate in misery. 
Are you understanding this? I can, I, honestly, I know there are, there are some people who really don't like when I go there. You know, because they'll say, oh, here you go, Miss Faith. Oh, here, okay, okay, I know, I know what you're going to say. I know, and it, it is, it's like they don't like it because they want somebody. It, is not, it, it isn't the case that Jesus is not touched with the feelings of our infirmities. So it's like, I get it. I get it, but I can't let you stay there. I, I get you, but I can't let you stay there because that's dangerous for you. So it's not that I'm unsympathetic. I get it. Sometimes where you've walked, I've walked there too. But I've seen the other side. And there, I, there's an open door. And by, by God's grace, I've been able to walk through a few of these open doors. Glory to God. And so forgive me if, I'm, if I don't stay in a place of commiseration because there's a door I'm trying to get you to go through. Hallelujah. That'll bring you up out of what you're in. Hallelujah. Jesus is the door. Yeah, I want you to go in by him and find some pasture. I want you to get up out of that and into pasture. So forgive me for not just being, you know, commiserating. All I want you to do is listen. No, you need more than listen. I want you to listen. Hallelujah. You say, say somebody, well, I don't need for you to say anything. Just listen. No, because listening is not going to help you. I, I've heard you already. I know what you're going through. I see that. Yeah, been there. Done. I understand. I understand. I understand. Now, can, can, I, can we help? Come on. There, there's an opening. There's a way out of this. Hallelujah. Are you getting this? Hallelujah. Uh, unfortunately, this sister didn't do that. This woman didn't do that. She was with a commiserator and went ahead and killed her child. And then the other person lied and said, okay, well, I'll, we'll kill yours first. And then, and then next day we'll kill mine. And then she reneged on it. She said, oh, no, you ain't going to kill my kid. You, you understand? And so I, I want to point out something. So that was what was going on. And so she comes to the highest authority in the land. She went to the government, right? She went to the authorities. She went for some public assistance. She went, you understand what, what's going on here? She goes to the king, the highest governmental authority for redress. Help me out here. This isn't fair. And what did the king say? The king said, I can't help you. I can't help you. And why is this mentioned? Because there may be those who have sought assistance. We've been going to the government expecting help from those means and have been rebuffed. It didn't happen. They said, I can't help you. Lord, help us. The key, if you read this out, the key is to go through the door. Jesus, through you go to get a word from God. Because if you read what happens here, Eventually, if you read on, circumstances changed and the government was able to assist. If you read on, we find that 
circumstances had changed, right? But it took a preceding word. You've got to go the door, Jesus Christ, to get a word from God. They went to the prophet, right, Elisha, and he came with a word from the Lord, did he not? You need a preceding word to experience the exceeding God. You need a preceding word to experience the exceeding God. At that time, the government didn't help. Oh, goodness. So you don't want to, you don't want to panic. You, you don't want to act rashly. People make these permanent decisions on circumstances that are really temporary. It's true. It's true. What if this woman, how do you think, I would, I would not want to have been in her shoes because within 24 hours, that whole circumstance had turned around and she was without her child. And had she just held on just a little longer, everything would have been different. Everything would have. And yet, and she made a decision that has reverberated for generations. We're reading about it today. We're reading about that today. Her decision has reverberated through generations. You may make a decision that can impact generations. Yes, based on a temporary situation. So you're lonely. You don't want to make a bad decision based on your current situation of loneliness and get caught up with somebody that God does not have for you and have someone start to mess up your life that could have repercussions far beyond what you ever even anticipated all because of a temporary situation. I feel lonely. I need a man. Yeah, I'm going there. And you end up making a rash decision that can have, do you understand, reverberations that you did not anticipate. We're still reading about that woman today. Who are you allowing into your home because of a temporary situation? What kind of financial predicament are we placing ourselves in because of a temporary situation? We have to ask ourselves these things. You don't want to panic. See, it's born out of desperation. 
desperate decision-making is not good. You need a preceding word. You need a word. You need the door. Oh, it's quiet in here. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Because think about it. Elisha was in the same situation as the other folk. But he's listening for a word from God. Look, at, uh, look with me. Let's, let's keep your place in 2 Kings, but let's go to Proverbs 8. Proverbs 8. Proverbs 8, uh, 34. Praise God. I believe this is helping someone today. I believe this is helping someone. Yes, I believe this is helping. I, I believe that someone is being prevented from making a very bad decision out of, out of the feeling of desperation. The Spirit wants you to know you're to make the decision out of revelation, not desperation. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? Make your decisions out of revelation, not desperation. Thank you, Jesus. Because the open door is truly within your reach. Proverbs 8 and 34. The Bible says, blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. Woo, Jesus, that's what I'm saying. For whoso findeth me findeth life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. And it goes on. It says, but he that sins against me wrongs his own soul. All that hate me love death. I mean, it's, it's pretty clear. Now, of course, in, in the context in Proverbs 8, it's, it's speaking of wisdom. It starts out talking about wisdom. But the Bible lets us know, you have to look at like 1 Corinthians 1.30. It tells us that uh, Christ is made uh, unto us. Mm-mm-mm. It says, but of him are we in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So again, yes, it's speaking of wisdom, but it says you wait, you wait at his doors, but we can equate wisdom with Christ. You see, through God, Christ is made unto us wisdom. So we go to him, we go to him, we wait patiently to hear a word from God. You need a preceding word. That's it. Hallelujah. And we will find life and obtain favor of the Lord. And I don't know about you, I, I would rather find the Zoe life and obtain God's favor than operate out of desperation and mess things up for me and perhaps those around me. You understand? Glory to God. Are you learning something today? Hallelujah. Because, you know, Elisha was in the same situation. It wasn't like he had some huge storehouse of all this food and was living high on the hog and others were out there in desperation. He was in the same situation, but he was waiting at the doors, getting a word from the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
And he says, he gave that word in 2 Kings 7 when he went and, and said, hallelujah. He said, tomorrow in 2 Kings chapter 7 and verse 1, Elisha said, hear ye the word of the Lord. Huh. Thus says the Lord, tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Huh. You see that? And so he's, he's speaking the word and it doesn't matter. He was talking about, you know, God's got portals of provision. God's going to make a way, hallelujah, out of no way. God's going to do this. God's going to turn us around tomorrow. Within 24 hours, we will not have this situation. See, somebody needs to speak a word. And it, look, it sounded crazy based on the circumstance. It sounded, you know, you're out of your mind. But somebody's got to do that. Somebody's got to speak in a consistent with the word of God, the preceding word. It's got to go before, just as the open door has gone before. Allow the word to go before. It's like flipping the switch. Because he had to hear it. He heard it. And when you hear the word, or when you read the word, or as you're sitting where you're sitting, hearing this word, you've got to receive it. You've got to believe it. Receive it. Speak it and act on it. Believe it, receive it, speak it, and act on it. That's what he had. I'm, I'm telling you, because he had to say that, even to the king, the, the king's messengers, you tell the king this. And that's where the place of faith and faithfulness come in. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Amen. Because we also see uh, the flip side of that. When you don't believe, see, the Bible says that the open door is available to whosoever will believe. Whosoever will believe. There is one guy there who did not believe. Right? In 2 Kings 7, verse 2, it says that the Lord on whose hand the king leaned, he answered the man of God. And he said, behold, if the Lord would make windows, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? So, you know, so he had like a twofold problem. Because first of all, he said, if the Lord would open windows in heaven. Well, God's done it before. He, he, in the wilderness, he opened the windows in heaven and poured down manna for people to eat. So he always, always has had a way. Hallelujah. He's opened portals of provision in desperate situations in the past. And see, the last time, we got to put these things together because the last time we've been learning about like the faith of Abraham. And one thing Abraham was able to do, he was able to connect the dots. He was able to see what God had done before and believe him to do it again. You know, he, he saw how God opened his wife's womb. He saw how God had strengthened him and he believed that God, hallelujah, would resurrect his son. He resurrected his, the deadness of his body, the deadness of Sarah's body. But he connected the dots. 
And that's what's important. You, you want to have a faith resume, a resume of what God has done in your life. Hallelujah. You understand? You want a resume. Well, God, you did this. God, you did that. God, you did that. Because you don't, you don't want to forget because he's forgotten. I mean, this guy, he's up there in Samaria, right? He's working for the king, and he's forgotten what God had done for the Israelites. He's in Israel and forgot what God had done for the Israelites. God had opened up windows before, and then he did not believe that God would do it for him. But now we, are, we have the benefit of hindsight. God already had a way, right? He already had a plan. God, Jesus already knew what he would do. God already know, already, in fact, it's already done. Amen. And we're sitting here with the benefit of hindsight, but right now we've got the benefit of the word. We've got, and we've got the benefit of our experiences in Christ, in God, in Jesus. Has he ever healed you? Has he ever, have you ever been in a situation where you, where God met a need that you had before? See, that's where you go. You go, you look at his character, his integrity and, and his history with you. Glory to God. You understand? Praise God. And this guy did not do that. And because he did not do that, he didn't, no one is pushing anybody through any open door. If you don't believe, you don't go in. If you don't, if you, if you don't believe, you won't go in. Thank you, Jesus. And the thing is, as, as, as we're sharing this word, there are open doors for each and every one of us. They already exist. They've gone before. But you can stay by the door. You can hear about it. You can see it. Somebody can paint the picture for you. And you can stay there and not enter in. Because nobody's pushing you. And I believe that is, that I, I, it's, it's purposeful, I believe, that this passage in 2 Kings chapter 7, it gives us this picture of these four lepers. I think it is fascinating. These lepers were sitting by the door. They were just sitting there by the door. Now, because they're lepers, they're not allowed. They've got to stay feet away from folk, right? Lepers, lepers, stay away, lepers. You know? So on any other day, they wouldn't dream of going in that door. But see, once there's been a preceding word, things start to go into operation. Why is it on this day that it suddenly dawned on them? Well, you know, why sit here? Why do we sit here till we die? Why didn't they say that the day before? You know, it has all, <laughs> you got to know God when you release a, a preceding word, it, it sets into operation, you know, it activates that which has already been done. There's like activation in the spirit realm where thoughts come to folk. They, you, people start to consider you. you suddenly you, you get a call out of nowhere and you know you apply for this job before are you still interested there are things that happen in the realm of the spirit but somebody you've got to release you 
got to release the preceding word and engage God and allow it to break open for you. You understand? You got to allow it to happen by speaking forth the faith-filled word of God. Are you, are you, are you listening? Why on that day did the thought come to them? God is moving. You have to trust that God is moving. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And, I, and I'm, again, the door is open for whosoever. These lepers, think about it. Lepers, uh, the, the, the idea of leprosy, there's a, a physical condition where there's numbness, where you've like lost feeling. And it's almost like symbolic. It's like a metaphor of, of sin and its pervasive effects. It can numb you to things. But even if that is your position where you've just been numb to the things of God, there, God still has an open door for you to enter in. Are you understanding this? Glory to God. When you think about the lepers, that, that, the, those guys by the gate, you know, they could have thought about how they were viewed by society. They were considered like revolting, like, oh, get away from me. You know, um, they were excluded. People, People excluded from participating in society. And I don't know, it may be that for certain reasons you think, I can't go forward. They won't accept me. I'm, I'm excluded. And there are open doors, but you sitting by the gate because of those thinkings. It's a warped way of thinking, but they won't accept me. I'm excluded because of my condition. Spirit wants you to know the door is open for you to enter. Hallelujah. It, you, it is not, you cannot be prevented. God has opened a door that no one can shut. So even if you have felt excluded before, the door is open for you. Hallelujah. Are you getting this? Hallelujah. Some people, it may be on the basis of your circumstances. You know, they, don't you see we're under siege? If I go in there, I'm going to get killed. You know, um, there are, are you crazy, Janice? There are real reasons. There are obvious reasons that why I can't get better. Don't you see what's going on in my life? It's plain before your eyes. You know, don't you see we're under siege? Don't you see what's happening? God wants you to rise up from that and understand that there is an open door for you to enter in that none can shut and even the the reality of your circumstance will not prevent God from working in your life hallelujah are you, are you getting this glory to God whether it's physical whether it's cultural you know those sorts of impediments whether it's legal legally they had codified in the Levitical law Leviticus chapters 13 and 14 had all of these laws and rules and said you can't go in this law excludes you prevents you from going in the Levitical law is a rule that was designed to keep you out if even if there is a law a rule a regulation 
regulation that is militating against you, that is preventing you from going forward. God wants you to know that there is an open door, there is an access, there is a way in, in, glory to God. Notwithstanding the law, the laws will bend to serve you in the name of Jesus. Somebody needs to catch this today. Are you catching this? Are you getting this? Glory be to God. It doesn't matter if it's societal, whether it is physical, whether it doesn't matter, whether it is legal, any impediment. God, Jesus says, I am the door, and I, the doors I open, none can shut. So there is a way out of your dilemma, notwithstanding the law, notwithstanding the regulations, notwithstanding your circumstances, the reality of your circumstances. He knows all that, and he set before you an open door. The key is to arise, rise up in your spirit, and say, I'm going through. I'm going through. I'm going through. I'm going to rise up in my spirit. Hallelujah. He has doors of advancement for you. It, uh, hallelujah. What do you have to lose? you got everything to gain. With Jesus, you've got everything to gain. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, so the spirit says, rise up. Why sit until you die? Rise up when the doors are open before you. Why sit? There is no reason. There's no reason. There's nothing that will prevent the move of God in your life. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. I thank you, Jesus. Yes. And I just need to say, I know the time, but I have to, I just have to get this out. And this is, uh, thank you, Jesus. Recently, I had, I had this vision. I, had, I, I, I was coming out of sleep. And there was a bee, a bumblebee, a bee on a windowsill. That's what it was. It was a bee on a windowsill. And have you ever had uh, an insect like that on the windowsill? And it's, it's, it's just struggling, trying to get it. And it's like, bzzz, and it's just on the window and bzzz. And because it, it can see the outside, and it's trying to get, you know. And then, you know, if, 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 you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're compassionate, and you don't slap it and kill it, you know. So, <laughs> you know, but what I saw was some, the, the window had been opened. And there was a, a, white, a, a white sheet of paper, and it was trying to guide this little bee to the opening. And the bee, you ever do that? You ever do, you try to guide it, and you say, oh, this bee is so stupid. Oh my goodness. It just, it, 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 it flies up higher, and it's still on the glass, you know, striving and exhausting itself, you know, and, and, and you're trying to lead it. You know, and I got this. Ooh, Jesus. It was so close to deliverance. It was so close to freedom. It required a change, a shift in what it had been doing. And that open door was within its reach and was nearer than it imagined. But what was required was for that bee to yield to the leading. Are you understanding this? 
It is no striving. What God has for you, the open door, does not involve striving. We break the power of striving. Striving. Doing the same thing. And exhausting yourself. Striving. The key is to do, you are going to be instructed to do what you are naturally gifted to do. It is in the nature of the bee to fly. All it had to do was not do this, but be itself and fly under the leading. And it could have escaped into total, you know, unlimited freedom. It was nearer than it imagined. It just, it's going to require a shift. But what you're being, what you will be instructed to do is not difficult. It's what you are naturally, what you've been gifted, it's already in you. Hallelujah. And all that is required is to follow the leading. He will lead you to the open door. Hallelujah. Are you understanding this? Just as the lepers followed the promptings and got up and went through the open door, the Spirit of God is moving and is leading you. Hallelujah. And what we must do is yield to that leading, to the open doors that are already set before us. Did you receive something? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not going to require sweat, strain, or hallelujah, or striving. It requires faith moves. An act of faith, an act of obedience involving that which you are already gifted to accomplish. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And as I said, just in closing, there are also, just as there are doors that are opening, there are doors that God will shut that none can open. And I'm going to tell you, for those who want to mock God, the Lord, the guy, the king's aide, his assistant, yeah, right, that's going to happen. Even if God, you know, your God can open the windows of heaven, might this thing be. You don't want to mock God. And those engaged in the activity of mockery will experience a decisive shutting of the door. There's a door that will be shut. They will not have access to your life. They will not have access. It will be shut. Do you understand this? That no one can open. There is none who could assist that person, this person who mocked, who challenged, who said, 
no way, can't happen. I don't know who you think your God is. It's not all that. And those who shake their fist in the face of Almighty God are going to be swift and decisive. So I wanted to leave that direct because God is, he will shut the door on that economic upheaval. He will shut the door on enemy infiltration. He will shut the door on financial decline. He will, anything that, that is shaking the fist in the face of God. There's a shutting of such doors in the name of Jesus. It shall be decisive. It shall be direct. It shall be quick in the name of Jesus. It'll be such that the Egyptians you see today, you shall see again no more forever. Hallelujah. We're talking about that type of shutting by the spirit of almighty God. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to engage. I love God too much. God's been too good. Hallelujah. He has revealed himself time and time again. He has opened doors time and time again. Times when people said, you can't go through. You won't make it. There's no room for you here. I remember the place that the partners will roll over in their grave before they'll make you a partner. But by hallelujah. But God opened doors and enabled me to enter in glory to God hallelujah let God be true let every man be a liar glory to God I, I know they they're telling me things about things that run in your family and different types of diseases and on and on and on but I entered the door of divine health in the name of Jesus hallelujah hallelujah so where others you 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 believe what you want to believe but there is a God he is the door and hallelujah. And I would advise us all to go in and out through him and find pasture. Hallelujah. 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 And I pray for those who want to mock God, who, at, who, who claim to be Christian and implement policies that are reckless, that are destructive. I, I pray for their salvation because there's coming a shutting of the door. It is the shutting of the door. I'm telling you you got to get it is happening this is a season of doors open doors and shut doors and you don't want to miss it you don't want to miss it hallelujah I believe God for open doors in your life doors of access doors of increase doors of health doors of financial abundance hallelujah ha, doors of, of, of open schools open houses open classrooms in the name of Jesus there, there are openings open opportunities open hallelujah open resources re portals of provision in the name of Jesus 
portals of provision. They have already been set before you, and it is a time to arise. Don't sit by the door, because you're not going to be pushed in it. It is time to arise and say, I will, by the power of God, I will go through the door. Hallelujah. Is there anybody who will, who will stand up and say, by the power of God, I will go through the door. By the power of God, I will go through the door. Hallelujah. Somebody make that your declaration. By the power of God, I will go through the door. The door that is open before you. And I pray, I pray for divine insights, inspiration, and revelation by the power of the Most High God. In the name of Jesus, those under the sound of my voice, those watching, watch, I pray for you. We, we pray in the name of Jesus. We Hallelujah. We pray you through every door God opens in the name of Jesus. The doors that no man can shut. Those facing legal issues in the name of Jesus. We pray you through the open doors in Jesus' name. We have we, cases against you that are dismissed with prejudice in Jesus' mighty name. We hallelujah. We pray for answers. Those who are facing all types of regulatory impediments in the name of Jesus. You, we pray you through open doors. Favor with IRS in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody receive it. Receive it. Favor with IRS in Jesus' mighty name. Favor with immigration in Jesus' mighty name. Supernatural favor with officers with officers, with contracting officers, uh, all different types of officials in the name of favor, 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 favor with clerks, that, that people on whom the judges lean, people on whom the, the administrative officials lean, favor with such people in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, God, for open doors for reconciliation in, within families in Jesus' mighty name. Open doors, openings for those who hadn't spoken for years and years and years. There's a melting. There's an opening coming. Glory to God. Glory and reconciliation coming in Jesus' mighty name. No, they will not keep those children from you. They, it will not, it will not be able to stand. There's some of the, the children, that children have been used as pawns. I don't know who this is for. Children have been used as pawns to try to hurt uh, grandparents and parents. We rebuke that in the name of Jesus. We shut the door on such foolishness and we open the door. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We bless you for this season of open doors. Even, hallelujah, in areas that impact us, that impact our communities, that impact this nation, that impact the world. We know you to have the answers. We come to you, Lord God. We believe you for revelation, even as you downloaded the revelation into the man of God, Elisha. So we pray, Father God, for the downloads to hallelujah to go into the hearts and spirits. We pray godly people into places of influence so that appropriate responses are made that enable the people to live quiet and peaceable lives. We pray 
for, for believers in all branches of government who, whose hearts are open to receive the word of God, that they may go forth and implement policies that are favorable to people, hallelujah, that, that, that take people out of strangleholds and enable them to live quiet and peaceable lives, hallelujah. Ha solution, solution-oriented, solution-oriented, with godly solutions, solution-oriented, hallelujah. The public officials with godly solutions to turn circumstances around in Jesus blessed name but hey 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 hallelujah just pray just start to pray to believe God believe God even for yourself for your families for your communities we believe in change I, I believe Lord God that it's not as bad as they painted that there's a way in you to turn circumstances around for the shalom of God to be our our living experience in Jesus mighty name I bless you Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That we pray for our families, Father, that, that, that they know you in the pardoning of their sins. Hallelujah. That they, that they come to you, the door. We pray defeatism. We pray depression off of, off, of, off of you in the name of Jesus. We command depression to go, hopelessness to go in Jesus' blessed name. Go in Jesus' mighty name. That, that which wants oh, to, to keep you in a stranglehold, we break the power of that, of, of, of that oppression in Jesus' name. We break the power of striving, striving. We break the power of striving in Jesus' name. We believe you to enter into a place of ease as you do that which you are naturally gifted to accomplish. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord God, that we are nearer to the open doors, Lord God. Lead us through those open doors. We rely upon your leadership. We are, hallelujah. 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 We are led by the Spirit of God. Oh, we, 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 our resolve, our resolve, we reignite our resolve to be led by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. We are your children. We are led by your Spirit. Lead us, Lord, through the open doors that you've already set before us. And we thank you in advance, Father. We thank you in advance, for we believe it is already done. We believe it is already done. We thank you, Father. It is already done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' blessed name. In Jesus' matchless name. Hallelujah. If you agree, you can say amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is a new season. This is a new season of open doors. And I pray that you know Jesus Christ in the, in the salvation of your soul. I pray that you make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life because there is no other way to live. He is the door. How you must come in him, into him by the door. And, and, and if you want to, just rededicate yourself, recommit yourself, or, or just receive him initially. Hallelujah. Just do so. Just, Lord Jesus, I, uh, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you came and died for my sins. I believe that you were resurrected from the dead. I believe you are seated at the right hand of the Father, and I receive you as my Lord and my personal Savior. I, I, I ask you, 
to take my life, change my life. Let me, let me live for you. Hallelujah. If you just say that, that words to that effect, then I would welcome you to the body of Christ because all you have to do is ask. Hallelujah. Just ask him huh, to enter your heart and it is done. So I welcome you to the family of believers. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, I pray the power of God upon your life and that you be filled with the Holy Spirit in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. God is so good. Hallelujah. How many, how many know that you know that you know? Yeah, you know, evidence notwithstanding, but you know that you know that you know that you've gone through the open door. Hey, you know that you know that you know circumstances have changed. You, I, they, you already know it. You, are, you just know you know that you know. Hallelujah. That's what we're talking about. Because uh, faith, faith calls those things that be not as though they already were. Yeah, hey, hallelujah. So you know that you know that you know. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And I, hallelujah. At this time, I would, I would like to provide instructions on receiving tithes and offerings. If this message has blessed you, if this ministry has been blessing you, glory to God, then I, I want to invite you to give into this good work, to plant some seed into this fertile ground called World Missions Ministries. Glory to God. Yes, indeed. And if you like to do so, you can do so by using Zelle. And if you're using Zelle, then the number is 571-234-2387. 571-234-2387. The name is World Missions Ministries. Many of you are seeing it on the screen, but for those who may be on the phone, I'm providing that information. You can also utilize PayPal. Just go to the website, www.wmmchurch.org, okay? www.wmmchurch.org, and click on the donate button. And finally, you can utilize the, the postal service and mail a contribution to World Missions Ministries located at 6805 East Clinton Street, Clinton, Maryland, 20735. May the Lord bless you. Let me pray over your offering. Those of you who are online and even those here as you get your offering together. Hallelujah. Father God, we just, we thank you. Oh, we bless you, Lord God, for the doors that are open before us. We bless you for who you are. We bless you for the opportunity to give into this work, Lord God. We thank you for your goodness. Hallelujah. We, and your promises. Because you said give and it shall be given unto you again. In good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosoms. And while we appreciate that, Lord God, we, and we certainly do, and we, and we believe your word, we just want you to know that we love you too. And we, we thank you. We, we love you for communing with us. We, we just love you. So we, we are giving back to you because we just love you, Father. <laughs> and we just... Thank you for it all and give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you richly. And for those online, I just speak the blessing over your life. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord 
make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And may the Lord give you peace. In the mighty name of Jesus, be blessed and a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen.